0: Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. We have covered some crazy topics so far on this show. I mean, industrial accidents, aggressive fistulas, radioactive Boy Scouts. I mean, dang, some high energy, big stories. Well, hold on to your fannies, because let's really tear this mother off. Today, we're going to dive into the fast and furious world of desks. Well, not just any desks, but rather one specific desk, the Resolute Desk. This is a desk you've seen more than any other desk in the world. I'd venture to say you've seen it collectively well over a hundred times. What desk could occupy such a large portion of your available brain capacities for rectangular wooden writing surfaces? The Resolute Desk a.k.a. the president's desk in the Oval Office. It ain't no ordinary desk, bruh. This is not some Wayfair desk that you have to assemble using some absolutely atrocious instructions that switch between Mandarin and a list of sunscreen ingredients. No, the Resolute desk is, oh, oh, so much more. Since 1961, when Jackie Kennedy brought it into the Oval Office for her husband to use five U.S. presidents have sat at the Resolute Desk, signing legislation and making decisions that have governed the fate of the nation. When Jackie brought that desk into the Oval, she immediately dove into a renovation project, hoping to restore the White House to its former glory. Since its construction, the building has been ravaged by several presidential debacles and at least one fire. She hoped to bring new life to the place while honoring the American traditions it held. As part of her quest, Jackie began to search for new furniture for the West Wing to do away with the stuffiness of the offices and make the presidency seem more casual and accessible. While looking for furniture, Jackie came across a desk, hidden away in the basement of the West Wing, covered in tarps and dust. It was a heavy, stately desk, one of the largest in the building. The front paneling was hand-carved, depicting scrolls, filigree, and a unique, slightly altered version of the presidential seal. On the front was a small brass plaque, tarnished with age, with an inscription on it. HMS Resolute, forming part of the expedition sent in search of John Franklin, 1852, was abandoned in the Arctic 15th May, 1854. And it goes on to say more. The desk that Jackie Kennedy found, known as the Resolute Desk, is one of the most fascinating pieces of presidential history and one that's often overlooked. When she placed it in JFK's Oval Office, she was continuing a tradition that had been long-standing for almost a century and one that would continue for years to come. In 1880, Queen Victoria commissioned the desk as a gift for U.S. President Rutherford B. Hayes, but the history extends far beyond that. The desk is named for a vessel from which its wood comes, a British Royal Navy ship known as the HMS Resolute, which had been designed for Arctic exploration. Kennedy may have averted World War III while sitting at the Resolute desk, and the Resolute desk itself may have also averted a war. In the early 19th century, the Arctic was a vast wasteland of unexplored territory, one that only the bravest in the most decked-out and pimped-out ships attempted to tackle. One of those brave men was Sir John Franklin. In 1845, Franklin set out to explore the Arctic and the fabled Northwest Passage, which must always be described as fabled, but... He vanished mysteriously. The whole fleet became trapped in ice at various points, and their frustrated commander, Edward Belcher, decided to abandon four ships and head home. Even when two of the ships became unfrozen, he declined to recover them, hightailing it back to England. Belcher was court-martialed, as was customary for any captain who lost a ship, but later acquitted. In 1855, an American whaler named James Buddington on the George Henry discovered the Resolute and extracted her from the ice. As this was happening, tensions were running high between the U.S. and Britain, and the two nations seemed headed towards a third war after the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812. President Franklin Pierce had severed diplomatic relations, and when whaling Captain James Buddington found the Resolute adrift in the North Atlantic and returned the ship to Connecticut, Senator James Murray Mason, thus far a very vocal war hawk, suggested refurbishing the ship and returning it to England. The ship was refit at the Brooklyn Navy Yard and piloted back to the UK, where it was used by Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. The gesture worked, tension eased between the two countries, and a war never materialized. Queen Victoria had the ship turned into three desks. The largest would be sent to President Hayes in America, and the other two, both smaller writing desks, would remain behind as twin resolute desks to symbolize the familial relationship between the countries. She was content to give America the larger one because the last thing she wanted was some ill-advised desk measuring contest. Upon receiving the gift of the resolute desk, President Hayes placed it in the president's private office, where it remained for several generations of commanders-in-chief. At the time, the Oval Office, which was a much different room than we know it today, had no desk, and would continue to be deskless until Teddy Roosevelt insisted upon having one. Though this Roosevelt desk held the place of honor in the Oval Office for several presidents, the Resolute desk remained in the private study where Hayes placed it. Every U.S. president from Hayes until Kennedy would sit at the Resolute desk in that study. Eisenhower was the one who moved the desk to the ground floor and later to the basement. He opted to use it during broadcasts that were sent out from the broadcasting station on the first floor of the West Wing. For the most part, the desk remained the same. When FDR took office, however, a minor adjustment was made. The Resolute desk, as it was presented to Hayes, featured two pedestals, each holding three drawers with another three drawers across the top of the desk and a knee hole underneath. When FDR took office, he requested a hinged front panel be added to cover the knee hole. The panel features the presidential seal, though a slightly altered version. Fun fact, it is just one of three seals present in the entire White House that shows the eagle's head facing the arrows in its left talon, rather than the official version which shows the eagle facing the olive branch in its right. Well, now you know that. FDR, suffering from polio, was notoriously adamant that he never be photographed or seen, if possible, in his leg braces or wheelchair. Though the desk was in his private study and therefore unlikely to be photographed, the president still wanted the panel to hide his leg braces, which would have been visible through the knee hole. Unfortunately, he would not live to see the panel he added, though his wishes were granted. The Resolute desk's new facade, including the panel would become famous after Jacqueline Kennedy added it to the Oval Office and a photographer captured John Kennedy Jr., John John, peeking out from behind the panel as his father worked at the desk above him. There might be a similar photograph of Marilyn Monroe. Who's to say? Since the Resolute desk was gifted to America, only three presidents have declined to use it. The first was President Lyndon Baines Johnson. After JFK's assassination, Johnson allowed the desk to join a traveling exhibition of Kennedy memorabilia, which embarked as a memorial to the fallen president. Rumor has it he was also just too tall to fit behind the desk. After the tour, the desk was gifted to the Smithsonian Institution as yet another testament to JFK. During its time at the Smithsonian, presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford used the Wilson Desk, a simple utilitarian Art Deco piece that had rested in Woodrow Wilson's Oval Office. Kennedy had the desk raised on a plinth, a wooden base made to fit the desk. By the time the desk made it to the Carter Oval Office in 1977, the plinth was gone, but Reagan had a new one built as he kept bumping his knees on the inside of the desk. President George H.W. Bush moved it to his private study for his term, but in 1993, Bill Clinton moved it back to the Oval Office, where it's remained ever since. In 2009, the British Prime Minister visited Barack Obama and brought the original gifting of the Resolute desk full circle, presenting him with the original commissioning papers for the Resolute. He also brought an ornamental pen holder made from another ship, the HMS Gannett, which was launched from the same docks where the Resolute was deconstructed. So the next time you turn on the TV and see the president sitting behind a glorious wooden artifact steeped in antiquity, just know that if it has survived being trapped in ice for years in six eventual presidencies, well, it'll survive this one too. Maybe.